Okay, um, hello and welcome to another episode of A Grass Half Empty, a year and a half after our last episode. Um, just been getting together some really good content. Um, so I am obviously your host, Jasmine Sohail, and with me I've got three lovely legends, uh, Ed King, Cameron, and Fraser Laidlaw. Welcome to All the show. Right welcome to the show, fellas. How are we? <laughs> good, good. Jump the gun a bit there. Yeah, I know. Brass is eager to get going. So um, the podcast now is going to turn into a general chat about a sport and then basically a debate type aspect to it. So today's NFL episode, and we've got some hot topics uh, regarding the Jets' number one overall pick and Devontae Adams being a good receiver, as Ed seems to think, a top five receiver. So um, we'll get into that later on. But just to start with, I thought we'd get into some general NFL chat. So, boys, uh, let's start with our... Uh, should we go with our teams first or just in general? Like, Let's go general. How do we think um, the season's going so far? COVID-ridden. Any highlights, downsides for you? We'll start with you, Cameron. Uh, I think as this season's uh, quality level's not been good. There's very few good teams. There's a lot of bad teams. And then there's a couple of mediocre teams, but it's mostly bad teams. And then the Chiefs. Yeah. The Steelers <laughs> lost to Washington yesterday, which shows that they're not actually very good. <laughs> very good. And, I mean, we'll get into the Ed's Ravens later on, but Ed, what about you? As, as, as the season's unfold, there, there's a lot of bad teams. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of bad teams. I think um, I think they've done pretty well to, to to get anything going. It's been relatively fortunate. There's been obviously the Ravens had the the COVID outbreak, and there was some early on in the season. But you know, it's not like yeah, the Broncos QB situation wasn't ideal, but it, it's gone off like remarkably remarkably well so far. Quality uh, hasn't been great, um, as Cam says, but I think on the whole, it's been relatively entertaining. Um, if not slightly disappointing for some teams, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure we're talking about three of those disappointing <laughs> teams in about three minutes time. Um, and Fraz, how about you? I mean, you're literally the most negative man I know, so I'm assuming you hated every aspect of this season. Not every aspect. It's definitely <laughs> I I echo Cam and Ed's sentiments, and but I'll probably take it a step further, be saying it's probably. In just in terms of pure quality and some drama, although the Falcons did help a lot to that drama, it's <laughs> been one of the worst seasons I've seen, I think, just in terms of quality. Um, um, well, uh, you, weren't, you weren't on the hype of the Broncos repping Philip Lindsay and a practice squad wide receiver as a QB. Well, I was hoping that would be entertaining, but it wasn't even a good game. I was hoping for like a, a kind of Georgia-esque college game. Well, that didn't happen. So. It just yeah. it just does show you like how far like people are away from being an NFL quarterback. I think it was yeah. a bit of an indictment for the for the guy in the pub saying I could have made that pass, and then you actually <laughs> realise that you can't yeah. split a cover two. You you you, you would get destroyed. <laughs> um, and it was it was embarrassing. The it was, minus yeah. 4.2 points I got from him on my fantasy <laughs> team was even more embarrassing to lose me the game week as well. <laughs> But there, but there have been some good parts, I think. Some been, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think the D, D Hop's catch is up there. Yeah, D Hop's catch is up there. I mean, the can I just say what a travesty it was when the commentator goes, 
What a play from Kyler Murray. I yeah. wanted to actually lamp him. Kyler Murray <laughs> did nothing. But he did he did create the space. You know, he did evade the sack that maybe ninety five percent of the quarterbacks wouldn't have been able Hopkins to do. Hopkins has got three people hanging off him. <laughs> do you not <laughs> think Cal Johnson someone yeah. Do you not think there's a, a degree of luck about that really? You know, just timing of your jump and the ball kind of lands. Yeah, but- yeah, in his hands. Yeah, there's just... no one. I don't think there's a wide receiver in the league that makes that catch other than Hopkins, apart from maybe Jones when he's healthy. But and Jones obviously, obviously Devontae Adams as well, right? Ed? <laughs> or five or ten of them. <laughs> I, I just yeah. think there's a there's a degree of luck in 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 hell. He, he had a Pro Bowl safety uh, corner hanging off him as well. Yeah. But it's not really about skill at that point. It's just about you've got somebody there and somebody there and somebody jumps up and the ball lands in your hands. And there's... 70% skill, yeah, 100% concentrated power of will, some would say. Yeah, but his, his, uh, I think it's more lucky Kyler's aspect because he just closed his eyes and hurled it deep, hurled right? It it's well, not, no, no. It's not he, the greatest throw either because if you look at it, he, like it's not like... He's redefining quickness. <laughs> I'd like to go on record to say that is the worst piece of commentary of all time, and that man should retire from the sport. He's redefining quickness. And what level? I just don't. At this level. <laughs> I just don't. Under... I just don't. I don't understand that. But yeah, I, I do. It's a hail mary, so there's always a bit of luck. But it's not the greatest throw because it bobbles. It's not like as in greatest throw to catch. I mean. I think Kyler Murray has done well. I just didn't like the fact that the commentator gave yeah, no, no I agree with that. to the yeah, yeah. You know what that reminded yeah. me of is of uh, Aaron Rodgers getting sucked off when like the tight end, or was it Richard Rodgers, made a oh, phenomenal yeah. catch in the end zone. Against the Lions. Yeah, and, and they were like, oh, Aaron Rodgers does it again. I was like, oh, come on. No, I'm not having that. No. Um, <laughs> that's quite interesting. So uh, let's move on right quickly because... I don't want to spend too long on this because the later part of the episode is way better. Um, so quickly, just uh, people remember our very first podcast we did. It was us four. And uh, our teams that we support are, for me, the Jets, which is depressing. Ed supports the Ravens. Cam's a Colts fan. And Francis, the Vikings. Which so is also give, depressing. Which is also <laughs> depressing. So, I mean, we're just going to talk about how I think we think our team season's going. So, I mean, I'll start it off because it'll be very, very, very short. Um, <laughs> the Jets are 0-12. Looks like number one overall is in the bag. And even when they didn't think it was in the bag, Greg Williams made sure it was in the bag with possibly the worst, <laughs> worst. The dream is call. still alive. <laughs> worst play call I've probably ever seen where he's left. Uh, he's left. He's left a practice squad quarterback at best. One on one with one of the fastest guys in the NFL. We're talking about practice squad. <laughs> We're talking about ja- practice squad. But uh, you've got to feel like the guys get that Lamar Jackson, not the, uh, the Ravens quarterback. He was getting crucified for that, but what do you expect him to do yeah, against one no, of the fastest? No. Maybe, maybe the second fastest guy but, in the NFL. But there's only one thing they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, true. They are going to go deep, but I think well, they, if, if he runs it out in front of you, it. fair play to him. Just yeah. don't let him go over the top. I think at the end of the day, I, I, I kind of celebrated when that touchdown went in for the Raiders. But... <laughs> Going 16 is still yeah. on. And Weirdly enough, it's not the first game I've seen the Jets lose from a zero blitz on the last play. They did it to the Vikings in like you, 2015, you, and they just threw like a dump off, and he took it back 80 yards. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, let's just say the Jets the most, because um, we're going to get further into Jet stuff later on. So we'll just move on quickly to uh, we'll go records wise. So we'll go to the Vikings because they're the second shittest record in six and six. Uh, so Fraz, floor is yours, mate. What have you made of this season? Can I just add something to the Jets? Before we, before we talk about them, yeah. is, uh, I'm really glad 
I'm a huge, I may be negative, but I love an 0-16 season. So I'm glad <laughs> that the Raiders didn't ruin it. <laughs> and makes me love Greg Williams even more. Not as a guy. I think this might be the first time we've got three people on this podcast that enjoyed watching the Jets for different reasons. So I like them because I support them. Ed loves Joey Cool and he's got a few snaps in. <laughs> and Fraser loves an 0-16 team, so he's on the hype as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Fraz, Vikings, talk to me. Vikings football. Um, so I've got to say, I've, I've struggled to watch a lot of their games because they have, without, yeah, they haven't really had any primetime games or been on Sky or anything like that. So it's right, been difficult so. to watch them. Um, yeah, rightly so. I mean, this, they started off poorly, which got my hopes up. I was like, <laughs> Here we go. Here's, here's a bad draft pick coming. But. Since getting weirdly enough, since getting rid of Yannick and Gokwe, they've got, they went one and five with him, and they're now five and one without him. Even though he <laughs> had a sack a game. Um, they've been all right. They, they look quite good on offense, but they look appalling on defense. But they look, they also look like they do. They are getting a bit better. So we'll see. It's not been a great season though. But unfortunately, we've played ourselves maybe into the playoffs. I doubt it. And probably out of any good players or out of the top players in the draft. I mean, you see that. Like, corner there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in there, right in that ballpark. Bow number what twenty. Zimmer's, is, Zimmer's is licking his lips. Yeah. Can't believe and that. I, I've got. I, I've got to say this on on air as well, as I have said <laughs> to the others that if they take another cornerback, just if they just have one first round pick, if they take another cornerback in the first round, I'm going to stop supporting them. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to support next year then, when that inevitably happens? Well, I said that if if Not the sure. Jets if the Jets uh, keep Gase, I'm supporting the Seahawks next year. I think Fraz is going to join me. Um, so we might be big Seahawks fans if things know, go certain way. Worst sort of person. <laughs> yeah, of all the teams to choose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Not talk so to me yet. about talk to me about Dirty Kirk, Fraz. He's he has not got it. He's been all right. He's I had mean, a couple of absolute shocking games. He's not the guy going forward, but he's doing all right. Jefferson is really helping him out because that guy is incredible. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is yeah. really, really good. Randy Moss reincarnate. Not quite. <laughs> For good. listeners at home, Randy Moss is still alive. <laughs> 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 no, he he's been incredible, and obviously, I know you don't agree, even though you're a Vikings fan. Davin Cook's phenomenal. It's been good, yeah. yeah. I mean, as I pointed out, when they put in the backup, he was just as good. But Davin Cook's been really good. The run game itself's been really good. They still cannot pass protect though at all. Dory Kirk is getting sacked a lot when he, he does when, when he gets for too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does hold on to it too long. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's been okay. Hopefully they'll draft a QB to sit behind him for another year or two, and then they can get rid of him. After the QB getting drafted and learning from Dirty Kirk. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> wrong with that. Dirty Kirk knows the plays. He just... just uh, Puts his arm around him. Right, what you want to do is make sure you never win a game on Monday night. <laughs> hey, he's 1 in 10 now. Yeah, exactly. 1 in 10. Apologies. Yeah, he's broken the street. <laughs> I do like Dirty Kirk, though. Yeah, so going from one QB uh, to... Let's go to another. And uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, who um, started off hot and have just kind of became very mediocre. Um, Edmund, what's, what's going wrong, son? Injuries, mostly. Um, injuries, 
COVID um, difficulties at the wide receiver position. Um, <laughs> the soldier? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, despite the soldier that is <laughs> Hollywood Brown. Um, he made a nice play, actually, on, uh, nice. against the, the Cowboys. Nice catch. Um, but he's not a number one. Um, so... I feel for Lamar. He's he's doing it all himself, really. Um, saying that against against the Cowboys, um, there were some ugly throws. Uh, he has just come back from COVID, so you know you've got to give him the, the benefit of the doubt. But on the whole, the passing game has been really poor. I think we're, if not last, we're 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 thirty first. Um, receiving yards uh, extremely low as well. Um, so yeah, we have. I mean, we lost Ronnie Stanley, uh, maybe the second best tackle in football. Um, we've lost Marshall Yander to retirement. We lost a couple more pieces on the O line. Um, D line's been banged up. Um, our defense has been good on the whole, but in big situations they've um, they've struggled. Um, Patrick Queen's been okay, the middle linebacker we took in the first round. He, he's made some plays on the ball, but. His coverage grade, grades and things have, have been have been poor. So uh, I think we've done as well as you could have done. We've been pretty badly hampered this year. We've got a really good run of games after after Cleveland. So we've got a shot of the playoffs. But Monday night's game against Cleveland is really the season definer um, to see where we are. And Lamar still hasn't really shown any sort of ability to come back or or really winning these big games has been a bit of a problem for him. So. You know, going forward, these are the kind of games you're going to need to see him show something. Um, I mean, he, the thing is, you guys are seven and five, which is fine, right? But the AFC is so tight this year; like a ten team, a ten win team can miss out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you really need to be. I think that game against Cleveland is huge. Yeah, I, thought, I saw a stat, something, uh, an estimated chance of making the playoffs in percentage terms if we beat Cleveland, it's 99%, and if we lose to Cleveland, it's 51%. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty big, um, it's a pretty big uh, game. Um, and if I'm honest with you, I, I don't think we'll win. Still banged up. Um, they'll probably just run all over us, and whether we'll be able to run on them is going to be the secret, because if we can run we've got a good chance, but as soon as you can't run, things start getting a bit ugly. And yeah, then, you and ran well against the Cowboys. Yeah, it was that's not almost, three, almost 300 yards. That's the, no, the worst that's, run that's defense in the, in the league. Cowboys are just a joke, though. Like, it's just, like, there's, nah. I wouldn't take much out. I think the Jets could run on them. Um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think Ravens have been decent, but it's just yeah, a lot of injuries. And... I think, they've, I think they've shown they've shown they've shown a bit of grit. The game against the Steelers was impressive, with like eighteen players out with COVID. Um, That's true. They they, they 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 made it close and they made it a game. Um, Mark Andrews is still out, and and that's it. both our starting tight ends are out. And we you know we had three and, last and year, and we've gone to, to <laughs> and we've got yeah, and we've gone to gone to zero. So, you know, people. people Slating Lamar really when he's got nothing to work with, he he's kind of taken a step back this year passing wise. But I think anybody would have taken this. We we've got the worst receiving core in the NFL by by some way, um, particularly with the injuries we've got. It's just been amplified. So anytime you're asking Willie Sneed to go up on a hail mary um, <laughs> against the Steelers uh, and he doesn't come down with it, and people are shocked. Uh, it kind of tells you all you need to know about the situation of the uh, the receivers and and you know we're either going to have to sign somebody in free agency or 
God forbid, draft somebody again, which we're going <laughs> to fail at. So when you're seeing DK Metcalf going up and you know, <laughs> making grown men cry, and you've got Hollywood Brown asking for more touches and then dropping the ball, it does make you feel a bit <laughs> sick that you took him quite a lot higher. But on the whole, I think I think we've got I think we've got a shot at the playoffs. But um, yeah, you know, and I think we could upset a couple of teams because you know we can run the ball and our defense yeah. is solid. So we're not going to win it all, but we might we might cause a bit of problems. I think I think that's the thing with the playoffs as well. And this and the AFC is going to be the Chiefs and then a free for all after that because mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the Chiefs are incredible. Yeah, it's just, just that... people playing to see who gets to lose to the Chiefs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll move on quickly to the Indianapolis Colts, Cammy. Your boy, your main man, Philip Rivers, doing Don't bits. Don't say those words. Eight, eight and four. Colts tied at the top after the Titans lost. Um, Colts are looking good. It's like the run D has been incredible. Um, yeah, the the two lines are why we're why we're playing well. The, the, obviously, DeForest Buckner is a brilliant player, and he's made all the differences that trading a first round pick would hope for. Uh, the O line's cracking. Um, Anthony Costanza is coming back this week, so it's just going to get better. Uh, but if you say Philip Rivers has anything to do with that, then <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's an just, absolute joke. He just he does the job. He he's, does the he's, job. That's exactly what I expected preseason. Uh, I think is going to what the result of this Colts season. We're going to get to the playoffs. We're going to lose the first game. No, you'll be you'll game. be you'll be winning the first game, and then he'll throw a rancid pick six in the last three minutes. And yeah, probably. Just, yeah, yeah but we're it. not. We're not. The thing is, we're a decent team, but we're not. We're not great. We've got pieces. The defense is so much better than since I started watching the Colts. Yeah. Um, there's not much wide receiver, but the Taylor Hill is actually good, coming back now, and uh, the rookie, yeah, he's, Pittman. he's Pittman's yeah. looking really good. So yeah, I'm, we're all right. We're a pretty good team. The yeah. record's better than we actually are, and we'll get to the playoffs, and then we'll lose. <laughs> and then we have to answer the quarterback question. Yeah, well, I was going to say the um, rookie class, like Pittman Jr. has been really good for you, but Jonathan Taylor cannot hit a hole. Like, he just can't hit a hole. No, I think that's, he... that's the thing. We've run the ball really well, but if we had any sort of talent at running back, we could have run it so well, much better. Naheem Hines is doing bits, and he's built more like a child than Hollywood. Yeah, Brown. Imagine, imagine if we had <laughs> like... a Cook or a Chubb or... Uh, yeah, Gurley, but, even yeah, Gurley, but, if we'd paid yeah. paid him at free agency. So yeah. it's just the O line, though. It's all the O line. As a as a secondary resident Colts fan, Fraz, what have you made of them? Again, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna like maybe cause an upset much in the playoffs. It depends who they come up against, but they're pretty solid. But I don't think I think maybe next year they'll be a lot better. Um, They've done their best. I think early on, I think week three or whatever it was against us, against the Vikings, uh, I think that's when they realized that Phil Rivers was not the answer. Um, And they've done, since then, they've kind of done their best to take it out of his hands and just keep it on the run game and keep it simple because he's struggling to throw an out route because his arms looks quite, it looks like he's just, I mean, he's 40. Yeah, well, that's what they realized, right? Isn't it? They're saying that he's, he tries to be his gunslinger ways. And realized mm-hmm. that he just can't do that anymore. So since then, the Colts kind of made it like very much a game manager role for him. Which, like, yeah, obviously, yeah. he's he's a seasoned vet, right? He knows what's going on. He can read defenses. He just can't throw it as far as he. Yeah, could. he's struggling a bit. But then um, the defense defense looks good. Uh, yeah, and looks like, it looks like he can make plays as well, which is which is always good. Everything Andrew Luck wanted. 
Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, that was a quick recap of our teams. And I mean, Cam's probably got the best team out of us just now, and even he sounds depressed. So that says it all. Um, well, I was going to say, we're going to move on quickly to the debate section, but I have to hit on when we did this last, we talked about the rookie QBs <laughs> a year and a half ago Sam Darnold's class, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. And there are some interesting takes that I would love to revisit now. Um, so to start with, I have to say, kudos, Fraser Laidlaw said, Sam Darnold will be out of the league in two years' time. And to be honest, I think you're probably right. I think yeah, essentially, he's right. You know, not, not literally because yeah. he'll be a backup, but I yeah. think what he was meaning was, yeah, exactly what's happened. Yeah. Really spot on. I think I also said, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast or not, but I would take up backups. I'd take yeah, most said, backups. You, you said you'd take most backups ahead of him. And I, I think agree with that. <laughs> I, think, I think Joe Flacco's performance in the games where he started and, and almost yeah. won was actually, yeah. you know, throwing deep was probably an indictment of uh, Darnold even further. Yeah, I'm going to blame Adam Gase for that, but still. Blame away. Uh, yeah. So let's move on to the more fun ones. So, Cammy, do you want to tell us what you thought of Lamar Jackson then and what he's become? I mean, I uh, said some things. Uh, didn't, re- didn't rate the man. Um, liked him. I really like Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great guy. Didn't really think he had it at quarterback. And to be fair, after watching that Chargers game, I think most people would have agreed with me. Um, but he uh, proved me wrong pretty spectacularly by winning the MVP <laughs> when I said he's not a quarterback. He can't throw the ball <laughs> during also... the rankings period. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, I think uh, first I'm, I listened to the podcast again this morning and the quote that I remember is Fraser going, if I played Lamar Jackson, I would play everyone in the box and say, go on, mate, go over the top if you can. Well, <laughs> and I still think that would work against him, to be fair. But he did that. That's why he got MVP last year. That's all he did. Yeah. People yeah. played in the box and he threw it over the top of them. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't have a run game. And we're looking at, I mean, some of those throws in the Cowboys game were... I oh, one or two, one or two, but he's on the move. Soon he's soon he's coming Ravens back from COVID. On the ball, he's there's no, there's, you say he's on the move, but there's one where he's in a really clean pocket, got all the time in the world, and kind of like sidearms it, and it yeah, just he like loves the side behind the tight end. <laughs> he loves the sidearm, but MVP player, not many MVP players throw that ball. Uh, Cam but he was the me. MVP for what he did for his offense, rather than not for yeah. being a quarterback, wasn't he? Cause... Yeah, yeah, but he he did when he had weapons. He was he was he was killing people in the air. Oh, he's a dynamic and on the player, but and it, on the his throwing uh, um, leaves a lot to be desired. Still, well, he's, not, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's never going to be the number one thrower. But I think he's acceptable. He's never going to be thirty-two either. Purely <laughs> 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 throwing the ball. Like, don't get me wrong. He's outrageous at running. And they should probably just let use that and just keep running it as much as he can. Like against the Cowboys. I do think he's got better at throwing. He has got better. He practiced a lot in the offseason after that Chargers game. He clearly (laughs) went away and did a lot, hence the MVP season. Uh, yeah, this, this season he's just he's no weapons. He's he's lines no pretty porous. He he's get, like... he's getting sacked. He's got he's had COVID. He, it's been difficult for for the guy, but he's yeah. I mean, like I say, he hasn't got the best arm in the in the NFL. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say he's got clearly, the worst. Don't need it. I mean, he won the MVP. So yeah. and... we uh, we debated it in the car the other day, which was do they resign him? And if they do, what value do they resign him at? I mean, you can't well, pay him 
hundred million dollars. I haven't got time it'll, to go it'll, back. It'll be the, I know, but yeah, we'll go to a different. But I'm assuming he'll request the same amount as Mahomes, not quite as yeah. much, but in that ballpark. But everybody will now. Yeah. You know, the, the, yeah. all those teams. It's going to be the same for all yeah. all of those teams, bar from Darnold, who's done. But you know, <laughs> Baker will need paid, and and Allen well, will need. Paid. Let's move on to that then. To like, uh, we'll go Josh Allen first, right? Because I think I like to say I defended him in the yeah, podcast, like, previous yeah, podcast. You can did defend him, but I do remember after air, you literally said, "I think he's shit," but I had to defend him. So, um, <laughs> Josh, no, I, well, he was shit, but I thought he had potential, and he yeah. has proven that he has some potential. Yeah, but I can throw some horrible picks. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still in firmly in the Josh Allen sucks hype, but he's, he's got a team, he's got a coaching staff, like his team around him is incredible. Like that Bills team is so good. Yeah, but he has shown that he, if you don't, if you don't put any pressure on him, he, he'll kill you. He'll kill well, you. But that's like, but I would say that's like most QBs, though, right? Well, well I, think I, that, I think I could give Darnold all, all the time <laughs> in the world, and he wouldn't cut anything apart. It, it, yeah, if you put him under serious duress, he's going to struggle. But um, I think if you if you give him a little bit of time, and you give him digs, he's gonna he's gonna kill you. I think he's he's kind of grown on me a little bit. I still think he's mentally. He makes some of the worst decisions uh, I've seen on a football field, which in a playoff game is always going to be the concern. And, and yeah. big time games, you know, yet to see it really come home. That's the for problem him. with a lot of these young QBs is you just don't back them when they get to the no. playoffs. And it's why teams like the Steelers and the Chiefs always are going to win because they just have the premier uh, pedigree of playing in playoff games. I mean, that's the perfect example is Jared Goff in the Super Bowl, right? Bill Belichick yeah. just exactly. nailed him. Like, yeah. like, and. Goff's not a great player, but he was pretty hot all year and looked horrendous in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think Josh Allen, he's done better, but I think his situation's been the best. Of, him and Mayfield have had the best situation of all those guys. Um, Speaking of Mayfield, Jasmine's favourite player. Well, oh, yeah, so let's go, on to, let's go on to Baker because I... I every, sorry, go for it. I think I, I, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of him either. I thought he sucked, but... After this year, if he can keep this kind of performance up from this year, he'll be a starter in the league for like ten years. He won't win anything. He'll be a bit like a Carson Palmer. He'll probably Matty Staff. He's quite similar to Matt Stafford. Yeah, yeah Matt Stafford. Yeah. 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 I think I think the best sim- the similarity. I think quite a lot of people have said it is is the Cam Newton the Cam Newton vibe. Yeah, he, he's a streaky yeah. passer. He goes through these big spells mm-hmm. where. He's great, and then he's terrible, and that's Cam Newton. You know, he had the MVP season, and then he he's been pretty mediocre to poor throwing the football since, and <laughs> yeah. and he's still got and he's got the athleticism as well. So did I think you see his uh, pick six yesterday from the yeah. screen? <laughs> that's, that was Kenny Young. That was Kenny Young, the guy we traded for Marcus Peters. Oh. Still think we got the better one in that trade. <laughs> I don't know. One pick six does not make it a league. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mayfield. So I. He was when we did the podcast originally. He was just coming off the rookie year. He like kind of lit it up. Everyone was absolutely sucking him off, uh, and <laughs> I was having absolutely none of that because he and like I I watched him and I was like, okay, he's beaten off pretty bad teams. He's got a really good O line. Like he's just in the class situation. And then it was really nice of Mayfield for the next year just prove me right by being absolutely rancid, throwing I don't know how many picks he threw that year. And then this year, he started off badly against, as a Ravens week one, I think, where he was absolutely yeah. horrible. Then played the Bengals to get it right again. 
and then came back to play the Steelers and was awful again when he played someone good. And since then, the Browns have just, I think Stefanski's running this basically uh, Titans-esque offense now, which is very run first, play action. Mayfield's got one read to make and he'll throw it and he'll nail it. And when he's got time, what I've noticed is he's got time, he can find his man and he's got a, like he's reasonably accurate. A little bit of pressure and he has to read the defense, he's done. Like he's awful. He just can't do it. Um, and I think he's just going to be a bang average NFL QB, if that. Like he's just not going to be anything more than that. I think he's got talent. I think his decision making is, isn't very good, as you say. And he's also a ball bag, right? So that's not good. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. Oh, come on. He's a massive arsehole. No, I don't think he's got he's got a bit of charisma. He's got a bit of personality. <laughs> God, none of that. Play for the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, a bit of grit. He's, he's I still I still uh, think he's got it. He's not got it. He hasn't I, got it. He has got it. He really <laughs> does. He just I, I think he struggles sometimes. I agree. You're right. If he's in the right team where he doesn't get sacked, like most QBs, yeah. loads of pressure could be really good. I think if the Browns pay him, they will kill their organization. Yeah. He's the sort uh, of guy yeah. that you keep around yeah. and, and then as soon as a better alternative comes up, you grab it. Yeah, but you know, with 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 Cleveland's track record, yeah. I think yeah. you just gotta pay the guy. Because he also, he, yeah. He's he, he's good enough. Is, this is Cleveland we're talking about. They have gone through so many QBs, and he's the only one that's lasted more than two years. Yeah, yeah. and with several and bad coaches. Four, four offensive coordinators in three years, whatever it is, or five now it must be. I have uh, to say, though, like their team... He's changed around a lot. He obviously... Yeah, but I have to say, their team is incredible, though. Uh, if you take him out of it... play incredibly, though. No, but I, uh, their I offensive line and the best I don't think it's incredible. I know, but it's, like, it's who's better very much than most done. Browns. Teams have been Jarvis Landry, who's overrated. No, no OBJ. I would say OBJ sucks. I would say better without him. The Vikings have probably got a better team than than he does on offense. Their own lines, their own lines better, but otherwise, yeah, yeah, got more weapons. Both their tackles and one of their guards are like top, like three in the league, top four in the league. What are you talking about? I'll, I'll always take a team with a line. Yeah, I, yeah, don't think, it, I don't think I think calling the Browns incredible is over is overhyping them. Yeah, I think they're very well, lucky to have uh, if, they do. But they're just if, running the ball well, aren't they? They're Hunt I mean, and Chubb, the best the, duo running yeah, back in are. the league. They're definitely. And they got sixteen hundred yards. Exactly, like they're incredible, and like that's it, right? If you can establish a run game, being a QB is kind of easy. I'm Fraz going to hit me for saying this, but. Well, Tannehill, right? Tannehill's a prime I was example. Gonna, I was actually thinking I was going to compare him exactly to Tannehill. Yeah. If he's in the right system, in the right place, he'll be really good. All he has to do is just play action. But it, like you say, who, who, the open man. who, who isn't? Who isn't know, that's when you're at that level? Arnold. He, that's that's, it. What was it? I can't remember who they played this weekend, but I saw him check off. He, he doesn't throw it to his first read. He does read defenses. He just doesn't always read them correctly. <laughs> yeah, but in the NFL... You make two mistakes and you've lost the game, right? So, yeah, but he's still young. I oh, think he's got it. I think he's got it. I don't know if he'll ever win. I don't think he'll ever win, but he's really good. I don't think he's good enough to win it for you. That's the that's the thing about most yeah, teams. that's okay. Yeah, he, once they don't have the game winning ability, and that's why you pay someone a hundred million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, completely agree. But he'll demand that, right? Because that's what the market. Well, yeah, they all will. Their agents won't yeah. let them not. <laughs> Yeah. Or their egos. I wouldn't yeah. pay any of them, though. 
Yeah. No. I, that's not, there's no point talking about Josh Rosen. He's just such a non-factor now. Uh, I think I uh, nailed that one. That was the guy I was He's a Bucks practice squad, so he's learning from Tom Brady. Watch yeah. this space. He's going to win a ring. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he'll ever play, to be honest. Yeah. He's nobody's guy now. But that's the thing yeah. we were just saying about, like, if he'd been put in one of the better situations, it could have been an entirely different story. Mm, could have been, but he... he 100%. He, arm, yeah. talent, personality. Um... His personality, but Baker's a good guy. Are you high? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people said, but people, people, people buy into Baker. A lot of, all of Baker's teammates like him. Nobody yeah. liked Josh Rosen. Nobody liked him. People, if, you, if your own teammates don't like you, that's like your own mother not liking you. <laughs> and if your teammates don't like you, nobody like, likes you. Like Carson Webb. <laughs> he's an, he was an arsehole. The guy was an arsehole and he's, he, he's done. Like I said, he would be done. done. <laughs> the funny thing is, you literally said the exact same quote yeah. a year and a half ago. The guy's an arsehole. If and your team doesn't like you, no one likes you. <laughs> he's done. That's how it works. I think yeah. that's all of them, isn't it? I think that's yeah, that is all of them. Yeah. So let's. Um, that's quite a good roundup. Oh, I had a question before we move on. So, if you are starting a franchise today, right now, every position is average, right? Like middle of the road, 16th in the NFL, and you have to pick a QB from the last three drafts to lead your franchise. Which one would you take? So, for instance, the QBs this draft were like Tua, Herbert, Burrow, or Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, or the five that we've been talking about. So, Fraz, you go first. Or can I have time to think? Okay, Ed. How am I building this team? Like, am I building for long-term success, or am I trying just, to win this season and keep my job? You're just... Uh, you've got a four-year plan. Four, four years? <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you need you need instant results. Yeah, um, Lamar's got, got uh, enough talent now with his legs. And his to get you... To get to, yeah, I... If you can... Yeah, if I had a longer term... Yeah, I 10 years Kyler. I would okay, never take. Okay, make, okay, make a 10, make a 10. Uh, I'd so take you, Kyler. Four years in the NFL is a long time. Yeah, well, we'll say 10. We'll say, like a, we'll say a franchise QB, right? We'll say for 10 years. So, I, I mean, my head, right, I'll go first. I went, for me, it was Joe Burrow. I think he's got it. Just, you just not it, seen it, enough from him. You just have seen enough. It's not good up. enough. It's not good enough to say okay, pre, he's pre, been good pre, in a bad team. That, that leg break. It's true he has been good in a bad team, but as you can see with Phil Rivers, doesn't necessarily translate to being good in a good team. It's not always the same. You know, you can shine with a bag yeah, of shit is. about you, but when the bag of shit is no longer, look, you're you, that's it, it, directly contradictory to what you said about Baker Mayfield, because he was good with shit about him, and then when they got good, he's been shit. So you don't necessarily know that. Um, <laughs> no, but, but my point was, and now his legs have just been destroyed. In my hypothetical situation, the situation would be shit, right? It would just be very average. I so have for to say, me, I don't want to build around any of these people. Yeah, I know, but if you had to pick one, Kyle Murray's got it. He's got the legs. He's Has got he? the arm talent. He's not he, he's, 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 he's a better version of Lamar. He's a better version of Lamar. He, yeah, he's building. I think he's building his IQ. I think that is his his football. I don't think either of them can last beyond the four years. Hence, why I would have taken one of them. He's four years. Kyle Murray's just. He has the potential to to follow that kind of Russell Wilson mold. He's not really know. a runner. He's not an out and out runner. He's, no, a, he's a he's a passer. Yeah. I think he could be the Russell Wilson, you know, next kind of level. I think he's shown probably the most, but I do agree. I still don't think he's been world class. Herbert's shown that he, he's he's got something about him for sure. Yeah, Herbert um, Herbert screams to be more like a Stafford, like a big gun. Yeah. Did you yeah. Tell yeah. Thing. What was that? They got shut out last week. Yeah, I know they got shut out by the. Well, he's, he's a rookie. He's a rookie quarterback <laughs> who's just been thrown in. 
he's he's, he's going to be breaking a lot, a lot of the records. He's, he's, he's got, done. He's done really well this year. So if we're talking about quarterbacks, should we uh, segue into the big question, Joseph? Hang on, I haven't told you who, who I'm taking yet. Oh, apologies. Oh, sorry, <laughs> who are you going to draft? Josh Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be honest, my first thing was, I reckon, so we're going, are we talking about now, or are we talking about going back and drafting them? Just if, like, from if, that they were all, if they were all in the draft class today, and you had to pick one of them. Based on what I know about them, rather than yeah. The, yeah. what they were yeah. like at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not that hard a question, mate. It is not. Take Baker, there's, aren't you? there's a lot of there's a lot of I might even take Josh Allen, to be honest. But I'd probably go with Maker Mayfield. He's got it. He's the best one He's of them. He's not got it. He's, oh my god. He, he has got the highest ceiling of all of them. <laughs> uh, I don't think so, mate. I think we've seen all we can from Baker. He's had a great situation. I think Burrow's got a much higher ceiling, as does <laughs> Herbert, <laughs> as does Kyler Murray. Um I would take all three of them this Mayfield, to be honest. But I also just hate the guy, so that might be why. Justin uh, Herbert and Burroughs well, Burroughs might be in the league, but I don't think Justin Herbert will be. I think Burrow might be done with that sort of injury. Yeah, We've seen it before with Wentz and RG3. That's true. Yeah. It would be sad. Glad he was class. Um, so, let's, okay, so that was good. good recap. Took 40 minutes. Wasn't expecting that. Um, let's go um, into the debate section. So we've got two. Um, Edmund, do you want to lead us off with... A two-minute case for why Devontae Adams is a top-five wide receiver. Maximum two minutes. It can be a lot shorter than that if all you're going to say is he's got it. But <laughs> on, you, on you go, mate. The floor is yours. Why is Devontae Adams a top-five wide receiver in the league? You know, I wouldn't question it like that. I, I would I would flip it to you and say, how is he not? But if you want to give me two minutes, um, statistically, uh, he, he is... Um, so you can't really argue with the stats. What has he got? Thirteen touchdowns this year, over a thousand yards. I think he's sixth in the um, receiving yards so far, and he's he's missed missed a couple of games. Um, he he has all the skills, has all the skills. Route running polished, hands polished. It, it doesn't drop catches, um, and you've also got to ask. I mean, who, who's? It's not that I'm a I'm, I'm a huge pro Adams man, but he's he's in the top five, if not the top three receivers in the league. I mean, you know, there's nobody else. You you can't put guys in front of him. You probably can say Julio. Yeah, okay. You know, he'll be in there. Thomas, I'm not sold on him. A bit more of a system guy, but he's he's definitely in in and amongst Hill. D-Hop, Adams. I mean, I don't what... see how you can call Thomas a system guy and not say that Adams isn't Adams, just a product product of having a good quarterback. But that's... Let, let him talk first. We'll come yeah, back. Yeah, let him talk. We'll, 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 we'll blast back. him in, in a little bit. Keep going. How, but the system that's run for, for Thomas is his volume underneath high percentage catches, slants. Um, you know, it, it's all it's all underneath stuff. What uh, what Adams is doing is is sideline to sideline. It's underneath. It's over the top. Um, you know, it's it's just the route running. It's it's the complete package. And you might not have all of the. Well, he's he's fast enough. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the biggest guy. But that's why he's he's so. Uh, sorry, just sorry, your mic up before you keep going. Just crackling. Snap back up. 
<laughs> That's all I've got to say. Okay. I'll open the floor then. Cameron, you can go first. You can have a little. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think any of us are saying Devante Adams is bad. I'd like to put that out there. No. What no. I'm saying personally is I don't think he's elite. I think he does everything well and fair play because doing doing everything well is is not is a rare thing in the NFL. But I don't think he does anything great, and I think he's overrated. I don't think he's top five. There's players I would have above him, and I think he benefits massively from playing with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm going to go one up on that, right? So Ed mentioned his stats this year, and I kind of went further into these stats because I was like, I'm sure, one, the Packers have just played no one good. And so I looked into it. Right? So his big games this year have been against a beaten up San Francisco team, a terrible Eagles team, a Colts team that has no DBs, really. Uh, Vikings, he's pumped them twice, and I think Fraser will let you know how bad they are at defensive back. And... Uh, He's got 197 yards against the Texans, who are rancid in the defense, like as um, in the secondary. And my other argument for him not being top three or whatever is he's their only receiver. Like that is literally all Rogers throws to. Like who? who like it's like oh Devonte Adams or like Economius Saint Brown or Marcus Valdez Scantling. Like Lizard. I mean, I love Lazard. He's on my fantasy team, and he does bits. But like, no, <laughs> he's just—he's such a bang average. He's just like a—he's the kind of guy that Fraz drafted on Madden. Like, he's six foot five, not very fast. Just chuck it up to him and hope for the best. Go get it. <laughs> Go get it. Exactly. Um, for me, I—I I think I had Adam sixth. I think I had um, Hill, Hopkins, Thomas, Evans, Julio as my top five, and then I had Adams just behind those guys, and. Kind of similar to what Cami was saying, he just does everything well, whereas all those guys have something that's like they excel at and they do everything else well as well. So like Hill's got the speed aspect, Hopkins is just an absolute beast one on one, Evans red zone threat, unbelievable. I just don't think Adams has anything that makes him like exceptional. If that makes sense. He, yeah. That's fair that he doesn't have one specific trait that doesn't make it exceptional. But you know what? What's 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 the hops big thing? He catches a ball. He's obviously number one, isn't he? But he's not the fastest. He's not the most physical. He's not the best at particularly one thing. He's probably the best at catching the ball. Devontae Adams is his route running is 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 better. His and he can do he can do it all. He can do it all. He can do it underneath. He can go to the sideline. Thomas, mm, to me, I think to, to me, uh, Thomas is overrated. He, he, I mean, he seems Thomas like is a, just a better version of Devante. Yeah, genuinely, yeah, he literally is. He's taller than him. He catches the ball. And goes, like, goes does he, does he go? Does he go down to the sideline? Does he have the deep threat ability? Does he have the deep threat ability? But, yeah. no. but does he? Does he have a QB can throw it deep? No. Drew Brees' arms done. Mm, but then you can use that on the flip side and say, well, you've got Drew Brees throwing it to you underneath. Of course, you're going to catch the ball. And Rogers throwing it up to you. Like, what's your point? So, <laughs> so I think I've got quite. I, I spent a bit of time pre 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 call to to have a look at some of it and really put the put my argument against it against it together and again like Cameron said we're not saying he's, he's bad or he's rubbish or anything like that I think Cameron's right he just doesn't have that it factor he doesn't have that 
I'll go up and so for me, one of the main things for a receiver is to be an elite receiver, to be a top receiver is can you go up and get it? Can you go one on one with a DB, a good DB, and go get it? And he can't for me personally. Um, well, can, I think you... personally he's a product of his system. So he runs a lot of quick outs, streaks, and comeback routes. That's about it, really. No, that's he the works main, the sideline. I, I don't main, agree with that. I don't agree with comeback. that. That's the comeback and the quick out. Yeah, yeah but, but but that's that's the, hang on, hang on. That's all. He, that's his pretty much his main route tree. He probably can run other stuff, and he is a good route runner, and he's really quick, and he accelerates really quickly. But they get him open. They Packers scheme him open. And can I you saying? So I had a quick look at all the Packers games, and I know he's been he was out for two or three weeks. Was that right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he's not quite. But he's, they've always had. I think apart from one game when they lost to Tampa, they didn't have a thousand. Sorry, a hundred yard receiver. When he was out, uh, Lazard went for one hundred and forty six yards and a touchdown. Robert Tunyon and Jamal Williams both, I know Jamal Williams is a running back, but both went for 100 yards or just under. Um, so the times he's been out, I there's that. And he, again, he they can move him around. He's never against one specific DB, which obviously shows that he's, he's, uh, he's a good player because he can do a lot of stuff. Uh, but there's obviously a guy, like that number one receiver in that offense is the guy who's getting the ball. Because they haven't missed him when he's gone, yeah. you know Arizona are going to miss D Hop if he goes if he's out. Uh, Cowboys will miss Amari Cooper if he's out. No, they won't. Amari, Co- Amari Cooper's maybe maybe not Cowboys. They've got three good receivers. Amari Cooper's, uh, Amari Cooper's poor. If he he's, he's if not he even had, he's not a top ten. Dak Prescott hadn't got injured. If Dak Prescott hadn't got injured this year, he'd be on a thousand yards. And ten touchdowns. Amari uh, Cooper, he's a guy. He's a, he's a drop machine. He was he's a drop killing. machine. He was at Raiders, but not 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 at Dallas. Uh, he's been phenomenal at Dallas. I'm, uh, sorry, I'm not saying necessarily he's he's. Yeah, he's better than him, but <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I would agree uh, with that one, but um, I do think that. He, but it, it also depends because I agree. Like statistically, yeah, he he may. He probably is the best. He's got the most touchdowns. He's got the most yards per game and stuff. But does that make you an elite but, or a top receiver? I don't know. And also, it depends on, are we talking about just this year? Or are we talking about generally? Because Julio Jones isn't in it, if you're talking about this year. Well, if you're... Well, I am talking about now, yeah. I and Thomas is also out, because he's only played like two games. Yeah, but you've got to take take into consideration a yeah. little bit a little bit pre um pre injury and you need to to offset that. But Amari Cooper would be a prime example on what do you think Amari Cooper does better than Devontae Adams? When Amari Cooper is a worse route runner and he's his ball mm-hmm. skills are significantly worse, the number mm-hmm. of drops over his career. I mean, I, I don't agree with the players there, so I. I so I'm talking about just at the beginning of the year. He was really good before Dak Prescott got injured. I thought he was the best, probably in the league at that point, but obviously but, 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 that hasn't lasted. But 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 but, but he he's that's the, the opposite of what your argument is because he does nothing <laughs> exceptional. He doesn't yeah, go up and get he does. it. He, he he goes up and gets it. That's what he? he does best. Yes. Unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> I can't show you here because we're on audible only, but 
Have I missed something? Can I I make an observation? I've just. I probably chose the wrong guy because I only said (laughs) at the beginning of the year. There are others that I think about. Also, Devante Adams is six foot one, which I didn't realize. That actually puts him down in my estimates. I thought he was shorter than that. (laughs) No, it just Uh, shows you that he can win contested catches. But he doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't go up he and get it. Well, and he's six I, I foot one. Because things... something that annoys me. This is. I'm just thinking about this. Sorry, Jasm. My obviously, are the Colts' best receiver for a long time now has been T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton has never been regarded as elite, uh, probably because he can't go up and get the ball because he's five foot nine. He won. He led the league. He led the league in uh, yardage. Nobody mentioned it. There was no talk of it because people didn't regard him as elite. I find that. Uh, he and the Dante Adams aren't dissimilar, but T.Y. Hilton was never elite because he couldn't go and get the ball, as Fraser says, and I don't think Devante Adams is elite either. I think, I think, uh, I think pe- pe- people slept on T.Y. People slept on T.Y. Well, yeah, that's sure. the thing. Is The thing is, he played for the Colts, yeah. and nobody gave a shit. Whereas if you play for Green Bay, you play for Pittsburgh, everybody thinks the sun shines out <laughs> but, your but, arms. But so I think Pittsburgh's a good example. I think he is... A bit of a Randall Cobb, you know, a product of the system. But we'll you, go somewhere else and not necessarily. Yeah, I don't think he'd be bad, but I don't think he'd be great. I just don't think you're taking into Aaron consideration route him. running, a separation. I don't think you're taking into account. Yeah, obviously like, that's such to, a But to say Amari Cooper, who is, <laughs> is known to be a route runner and is widely regarded to be a, a worse route runner than Devontae Adams, and he, he's significantly worse at catching the football, and to say he's better. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I think what the, uh, the best similarity would be Diggs. Diggs is a very similar similar yeah. type player, and very similar. I think Diggs Diggs could be maybe maybe the fifth. You know, he could be right. On, you're splitting hairs when it comes down to should he be five, should he be six. You know, it all depends on systems. It depends on how they're playing the season. Depends on all sorts of things. He's a very similar player, and maybe with him playing in. In, in Buffalo, he's probably not getting the same amount uh, as hype as, as Adams. I could say I could see them being very very similar players. Well, I had them. I had so them. Diggs is better for me because uh, you say Devontae Adams is a good route runner. Yeah, he gets separation, but it's a lot of the stuff is on either his speed, pure speed, or them Rogers scheming him open. But you can't you yeah. can't knock you can't knock them. Then Tyreek Hill. Tyree kills garbage because he's just pure speed. They, yeah, but they, he's they, like the fastest player the NFL has ever seen. But I would Devon... describe Tyree kills an but, elite receiver. Bold, I, bold I, call. I would. I but, think he's incredible. But Diggs really showed it at the end of the Arizona game. I know people will forget because DeAndre Hopkins caught that catch. But Diggs caught an incredible catch in the back end of the back corner of the end zone. I have not seen Devontae Adams do that. He's I, think, I don't caught, think. I don't think you. I don't think you've watched enough Devontae Adams. I think I that's. Think, a, I, I think uh, that's a problem. He does do that. He does. He well, makes countless big big time catches, difficult corner catches, corner of the end zone. I think he's because he's very... a scramble play at that point. But he's still making the play, he's still making the catch. He's still like his his separation and speed and his quickness off the line, his twitch, is second to none. Yeah. You know, his, his, his immediate separation off either press man or off coverage. Is is the best in is arguably the best in the league, maybe maybe one, maybe two, and that's what Diggs does as well, and that's why he's so good. But I think he's just a little bit, in my opinion, maybe a little bit more polished. But I wouldn't I wouldn't throw my toys out of the pram if you said Diggs was <laughs> was was 
you know, one better or one worse because they're very similar players. But I think uh, for me, Diggs has got the thing that well, maybe Devontae Adams doesn't have is he's got like that complete route tree, a bit like I might be biased here, but um, Thielen. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen's not, he's a slower than Devontae Adams, but you know, they're both, both him and Diggs have got a polished, a very polished route tree. They can pretty much run anything. Whereas, again, I've only seen Devontae Adams run five, six routes, three or four consistently. I think that's where I think that's where you're the most wrong of, of all of your statements. <laughs> I think that's where the fundamental core root of the problem is. I watched them a lot. I watched I think, them a lot this year as well. I think he's shown everything. I think that's why he's so good. That's why you put him above your DK Metcalfs and your your Tyreek Hills because Tyre- he can oh, no, he not, can do everything. I, I mean, Ty- Tyreek's, Tyreek's, Tyreek's a freak because he's you know it's yeah, speed. He's not he's not he's it's not speed. a great and, and, and his ball skills he's, he's, his, his ball skills are superb. Yeah, his, his it's hard to track ridiculous. those deep balls. He's 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 a special special player. Um, but you could argue he runs very similar routes. Either they sit they sit off him by twenty yards because they think he's going to run over the yeah. top, and he yeah. sits down in in the soft zone. Yeah, and he picks them up. Whereas, but, whereas your man Adams, he's he, he can run any he can run any route and and does, and that's why he's so special. That's good. why he's so good. I, don't know. I just feel like as I think uh, we need to move on quickly because we've been trying to throw out. But I think the biggest takeaway for me for the argument against is what Fraser said that the times he was out, the Packers still had two receivers go above a hundred, one of them being a very bang average running back, and um. Their number it's, it's a system is really good. It's designed to get a lot of teams have players and receivers that you basically just lob it up to them, right? D hop one of them, you just go like, you know what, we're in trouble, just chuck it up to them and see what happens. Whereas I feel like a lot of Adams' yards comes from the system schematically opening up lots of space for him. And don't get me wrong, he gets into space himself really well. Mm-hmm. He's got really good like uh, rack he's ability really and stuff like that. Yeah, he's really smart. But, but is, is that not just... But, but, the, it, but the, two of the, the two of the biggest things for me was the two times he's faced really good defenses this year, he was nowhere to be seen. And that was the Bears' defense and the Bucks' defense. And he got less than 50 yards in both, or 60 yards. And did th- nothing. I think that was more of an overall offensive failure. But I think the, the the knock on the system is is fair, but it is very much applicable to almost all, bar from D Hop, Julio, all of, all of those yeah, Julio, Julio yeah, Hill, yeah, but you know Julio is getting oh, Hill's uh, Hill is is the system. Yeah. Hill, you, can't, you think you, can't, you think Hill you can't went anywhere deep. else? Yeah, he you can't like run that. deep if you don't Not have that line. No Not way, a chance. No, I have to say with that. The way the way the way <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' arm is. The oh, best yeah, that's ever, yeah. one of the best that yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, but even with that, though, you could just like if you put any one man coverage with Hill, he will burn you. One on one man, still, coverage, st- he'll burn still, you any route, any route, he'll burn you. If it's but, a but drag, that, not if you keep on his ass. <laughs> what? It's it's a lot of the system. You've got there's a, there's so many fast guys. There's people that are oh, obviously slightly but, slower, yeah, more as quick Adams as Hill. One of them, and I still don't think he's as fast as people say he is. Well, he's not as fast as Tariq. Hill, I think he's. But, I think he's good. But he's not elite. Yeah, me. I think, that's yeah. for me. He's number six, but that's where I stand. Yeah, I think Ed has him at five. I've got, I'd I, say I'd say I got him at. I'd three. say I probably got him at three, and and Julio's getting a little bit long in the tooth, so I could be knocking on number two's door. Ooh, <laughs> Julio's Julio's Julio, but he's he, he's he's getting he's getting that way. I think we'll give a little shout out to Stratford because we have overlooked Alan Robinson. <laughs> yeah, Alan Robinson. Who, I've got to say, was under my radar until he talked about him. 
So, so you can edit out the part where I talked about Cooper because that was a poor example. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there were so many good. There were so many receivers yeah. that are within that. I would say five to fifteen. You know, there's yeah. like Terry and McLaurin's Adam's a really good receiver. Um, Robinson, uh, Thielen. There's so many digs. They're all 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 guys up there. What, what I would say now, there's not quite. There's not quite the man like like Calvin Johnson though. There isn't that yeah. kind of Has man. You just no like you, you physically can't do anything about him. You just. I think D Hop's like, the closest thing. D Hop's the closest I've yeah. seen. I've um, seen D Hop get shut down though. I've seen him. I've seen him get contained. I've seen him get. I've seen him struggle. I've seen him. You know, we we've played Houston quite a lot, and he's been contained quite easily as well. The catches he can make are phenomenal. Um, yeah, and he's been on three average to poor teams. Yeah, no, I, I, he is not. Oh, three he different QBs. Even. Um, like, you're still getting a thousand yards. Take us to the next one, then, John. I, I will How about that Hollywood? How about that Hollywood number one? <laughs> and on that note, I will move on because Hollywood Brown is horrendous. Um, he's a soldier. He's a soldier. He's literally a Tyree Kill, like a budget version. But awful at it. Anyway, moving on because I can't be bored with this anymore. Um, so the, the next item of debate is my uh, the beloved Jets are definitely getting the number one overall pick. I feel now with the fixtures coming up, unless Joey Cool comes back in. Um, so the question is, and honestly, on the Jets forums and stuff, everyone is making arguments for and against. I want to see what you guys come up with. It is if the Jets get the number one overall, do you take Trevor Lawrence or do you not and trade down and build a team? So. I'm going to make my argument for, and then I'll open the floor to you guys. So you got two. Um, so the first thing for me is right. The number one overall pick. What number one overall pick has won the Super Bowl since 2000? Only one, and that was Eli Manning, who wasn't even a number one overall pick. He was only a number one overall pick because the Chargers were retarded. He wouldn't have gone number one if they actually listened to him. They didn't want to play for them. Um, and when he did win his rings, the the team was incredible. Like. He's he is the epitome of a bang average QB. The fact that his overall record is literally 500 for the year, for his career. I know, but um, my point is the number one overalls haven't gone on to win the Super Bowl. The whole point is you want to win the Super Bowl, and it's just not happened. Um, so getting Trevor Lawrence would that work? Probably not, because our team is absolutely rancid at the moment. The boys just gonna get killed, um, and. I personally think if you trade down, get assets, build a team, get a coach, you'll end up in a situation way better to draft someone who okay, might not be as talented as Trevor Lawrence for three years down the line, four years down the line, but he'll take the team way further than Trevor Lawrence would ever would with the stuff he's got around him. Um, and my biggest like um, comparison for him is Andrew Luck. I know Cam, Cam will jump on this later on. Andrew Luck was generational talent, got drafted, um, no one's going to question how good he is, but the team was ass around him. And the Colts went, yeah, they went to the playoffs three times in a row, fair play. Um, they lost, I think, in the divisional round twice. And then... Oh, no, lost. divisional championship. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So what did that get him? It got them six years of a guy who took them to the playoffs. Yeah, fair enough. Three, 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 four times out of six years or seven years. And then now he's out of the league because the team killed him. And I contradict that with the Jets went to the playoffs three, four years in a row with Mark Sanchez, who is a very average to ask QB because he had a team around him. And there's like lots of examples of guys 
who are not that good, who are in a system, who've got a team around them, who get further than people who are just talented. The last guy who was like talented, who carried a team on his own, probably was Peyton Manning, right? Everyone else that's been drafted high up has gone to a team and has been pretty bad, been out of the league, or like the team has just never been that successful. I mean, look at Matt Stafford, like quite talented coming out of college, and the Lions have been the Lions for the past whatever years. Um, and I'm not saying for one minute that Trevor Lawrence is not better than all those guys. I think he is going to be probably better than them. But if you look at the examples in the last three years, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff are both bag average QBs. And both of them have got to the Super Bowl because they've got head coaches, they've got a system around them, they've got a defense, they've got a full team around them. That works. It's a team game at the end of the day. I think one QB doesn't win you at all. And that's my biggest argument for it. I think I would much rather have the Jets trade down to number four get the Jamar Chase, get another couple of firsts, build a team, get a QB off the free agency list, for instance, or whatever. Get, like, Philip Rivers might be a free agent, Dalton, Fitzmagic, I don't care who. Then go about, build a team for two, three years, then get your guy, who might not be as good as Trevor Lawrence, but he'll take us way further than Trevor Lawrence will because of what's around him. That's what I'm going to say for now. The floor is open. Let me have it. Who wants to counter argue him? Uh, I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a wee pop. I'll have a wee go on the lad. Um, half of me agrees with you. Half of me doesn't. Um, and I think the right decision is to is to take him because your your suggestion of of getting somebody to patch patch over the you know the the wee transition. What that tends to do is just leave you in purgatory because you you, yep. you get yourself in at six wins, seven wins, and you never get anywhere near it again. And if you don't take your shot when you're really bad, you just end up like um, the Colts now, for example, the the mm-hmm. Vikings. Um, they're two prime examples of teams that are going to really, really struggle to to hit late first round QBs that. Nowadays, they're pretty hard to come by. Normally, everybody's blown their load on the uh, <laughs> blown their load early, and um, there's nothing left. You're picking up scraps, and sometimes it works. Sometimes you get a second rounder that that pays off. But how many times don't you? And yeah, but Ed, you, if you look at all the QBs are elite right now, right? Best in the league: Patrick Mahomes, tenth overall. Um, Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson up until like okay last year, uh, he was 26th late first round. Well, last Russell Wilson, last. So it, 32nd, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Russell, Russell Wilson, uh, like third round, whatever he was. Um, Tom Brady, whatever pick he was. I know it was ages ago when he was a freak and he's the best ever. But my point is, there's not there's there's not a QB who's been the number one overall. Yeah, but that's has... not because of the fact of a number one overall pick. That's to do with teams panicking. Because yeah, I... the, if you get an elite quarterback, you change your organization. And this is, for, for me, the crux of the, 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 crux of the dilemma. The Jets are the Jets. They're a laughing stock. They have been for years. They need to change everything. And your your argument is, uh, is fair enough. You know, get some pieces, build a team. But when have the Jets ever managed to do that? Uh, 2010. You know, 11, but they, they weren't even that good. Their defense was decent. Their defense was incredible. But they they were <laughs> let down by quarterback play. Mark Sanchez was never going to win them. If there's an elite generational talent in a in a yeah, draft, but there's no, you I, take I, them. Yeah, but you cannot is, leave players like that. that on the board, see him go to, you know, you trade down four, God forbid Miami somehow get him, <laughs> and you spend, him, but yeah. you, you spend the next 10 years 
being beaten twice twice a year by this elite player. You can't leave someone like Trevor Lawrence to another team. You have to take him. You have to change your organization because until the Jets aren't the Jets, they'll just continue to do what they do. And the only way to do that is to change your style. And the way to do that is you draft a proper quarterback. The thing I would... Sorry, on your flats. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm with Jasm, but only of my own personal opinion of what I would do if I was the Jets. I don't think the Jets will do this necessarily, or it's maybe the right option for them. But for me, as as a say, because pro- probably Adam Gase will get fired. I hope so. Um, and Cameron pointed out that the next head coach that comes in will probably take the QB along with the GM because it's something uh, to tie them to, to yeah. keep them going. That's the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a kind of panic move as well. You got put, you get four year but, window as a head coach, really. But I, I also, I was surprised because I went to the Jets forums and I went on Facebook to look at the Jets comments and stuff. I was surprised how fifty fifty they are with this. It's I so fifty fifty. Yeah, so I thought they'd be 50/50. all on board with it, but there's a lot of people saying, "No, let's take the picks." So I would stay at number one and try and get at least three first round picks if you can. I think you could though, right? Because Jacksonville, yeah, Jacksonville have two this season, and they'll probably get the number two. And I genuinely think you can get three for that. Yeah, number one. Because I think you, I think you can have all says, the draft picks in the world, and the Jets won't be able to do anything with them. I mean, my favorite, can, my but, favorite but, thing but about Browns... this dilemma, my favorite thing about this dilemma is it's going to go wrong either way. You're going to draft <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, and he's going to be out the league within four years because of injuries like Andrew Luck. Or you trade him away and draft absolute dog shit, and so your team shit, and you're back to square one. That's the other thing as well, I think, is if you look at Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is not as good or wasn't coming out of college as uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Um and uh, I mean, he had much better stats. I mean, he played for a better school, but he, he like, set the passing stats. Like, passing records, you know, Joe Burrow. Yeah, no, he, broke, he, broke all, yeah. he broke all the records, but he only did right. it for one year. I yeah. think Fraser's referring to the pedigree. Yeah, I'm, yeah, talking, but, about, yeah. I'm talking about that. Yeah, wasn't he amazing at first year, Lawrence, and he had a very, av- not average, but like he wasn't that amazing. Yeah. In second, underwhelming. Yeah. Very underwhelming yeah. again. He set the bar like, quite high. Yeah, but my point is, like, yeah. you just never know these guys coming out of college. Like, no, you don't. But you've got to take the risk. So what we said about you, but what I mean with Burrow though, Burrow's been decent in the in the league since he joined on a terrible team. But I would say they've got better players than us though. The Bengals. Yeah, but uh, what, what that's not really what I mean though. It's more, more what I mean is the fact that he's going to get injured behind that line. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Load. And the other problem with him specifically is he li- likes to something that Aaron Rodgers used to get. People had you had to go and what rightly or wrongly, I don't know. But he holds onto the ball for a long time and looks to make big plays. Whether that changes it becomes in the NFL, I don't know. But he he tries to make big plays rather than taking easy options, which if you go to a team like the Jets, you can't do because it's not going to be there. You're well, that's not how Burrows got injured, right? Because he was the same. He was like standing in the pocket waiting he's for a guy to get murdered. Getting yeah. murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was he was just he was like a statue in the pocket. The other thing I was going to say was. Um, if you look at all the elite quarterbacks, they've all ha- they've all sat right, pretty much. Not none of them have really come in and started from day one and just been class. Like Mahomes sat for a year, Brady sat, Rogers sat. Um, mm-hmm. Would 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 you not say that it's better for the Jets to 
I don't really say the bench crap guy. The other thing that my argument leads on to is when you get a rookie quarterback, you basically have started the clock, right? You started the four-year clock to try and do something with that rookie contract yeah. because once yeah. you have to pay them, you're done, right? Pretty much because no one, once they've been paid, unless they get a team-friendly contract, have, has ever won the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure. So like Brady's won it and Rodgers has won it because they took team-friendly contracts. But they, if they get paid with the value it is now, you're not going to win anything. You, you, like a tenth of your salary is going to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so my point was about the team building is if you say you draft Trevor Lawrence, right, and the team is trash around him. Yeah, he's amazing. He's doing all these cool plays. By the time you build the team, he's in his year four. You've got one year. You've literally got one year, and that's if everything hits. My point was if you build for three, four years and then get your guy, you've just started the clock for four years to try and win with the team you've already built. Mm-hmm. So then you've, I, I don't you've, think it would be a four-year window. It would probably be two. What do you mean? No, no, but my if point you, is... No, no, I know, yeah, but before you mean if you're bringing in a new rookie rather than... Yeah, yeah, yeah but my, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like you basically reset the clock when you draft them. So if you draft them day one with a shit team, by the time the team's got decent, you have to pay this guy so much that it's irrelevant, right? Because you, you can't pay him and all these good players. So it's one or the other. Whereas if you build a team and then get a guy on a rookie contract, you've got a team in place and you can start trying to win from day one. Whether you actually win from day one is a different story, but surely yeah. it extends the window. But that's, that's kind of, yeah, what you're saying as well is, is kind of what the league has gone in the direction of, of late, of build a team and add a QB at the last minute kind of thing. Like well, that's... Broncos did. And the but that, that's did. easier said than done. The other thing is, people wanted to play for Frank and, Reich at the Eagles. People wanted to play with Peyton Manning at the Broncos. No one wants to go to the New York Jets. Yeah, right if now, they have don't... Trevor Lawrence, yeah, they do. That's true. That's true. But that's you have true. people like Anthony Barr the... being offered like $90 million. He's yeah. like, thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to play for yeah. Minnesota. The you have to think about the... You have to think about the practicalities as well, like I'm saying there. It's, you know, maybe in an ideal world where, you know, everything, everything's easy and you can, you can say, oh, yeah, well, just don't take the guy. But, I mean, I'm not a Jets fan, but going into another season with Sam Darnold on the centre, because, because if they don't take him, don't, don't be under an illusion that they will be, um, that they'll be picking up a vet or they'll be drafting oh, somebody else. Because Sam Darnold Sam, will... Yeah, yeah. they'll go with Darnold, yeah. So Sam Darnold mm-hmm. is now your quarterback for another two years. Sure, you cool, so, mate? He'll do business? Mm, yeah, somehow. I think not. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you'll end up finding is that also gives you, you, you a get a whole... round picks, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it improves your odds on, yeah. you know, accruing a talent, a pool of talent of high-end picks, which is great. And you might be able to put a piece of a couple of bits together and you'll have a, a decent mm-hmm. team but um, I mean selling selling seats selling the idea of the organisation yeah, I know, I know the, you... the dumpster fire that would be Sam Darnold for another <laughs> year a man who's, who's he's, yeah. he's mentally beaten yeah, he's, he's, he's done he's done nobody wants him there so I think, have I to think, watch that for another the year simple, the simple I think you can make arguments for both right but I think the simple thing is the easy way is to take Lawrence right if you're the GM you take and they will. And yeah, they will. I think as a new GM. Yeah, yeah. 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 The baldy, GM and a new head coach. Yeah. The baldy thing would be to not take him, drop down. But I just don't, I just I don't think... think it's worth the risk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and the really... other thing is, you were talking about Baker Mayfield earlier. The Browns, they'll pay him a hundred million dollars because of the Browns' QB history. And you haven't had a good quarterback since Joe Namath. Yeah. You've got true. to take. You've got to take someone. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if the Jets get them roll overall, I don't think I'll be unhappy wherever way they go. Um, I mean, because... for me, uh, the best also... thing is that it's going to go badly either way. <laughs> I think there's, there's sort of two ways you can take this as well. Is they've got they've got two first round picks this year and next year, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. So there's two ways of looking at it. If you can get three or four, depends who you are, but three first round picks for the first yeah. round this year. You end up with an absolute crap load, and you're gonna hit on at least half of them if they're yeah. in the draft. But at the same time, you already have four first round picks in the next two years. Is there is that enough to build enough Please. talent around? A bit like what the Colts did with Andrew Luck. I'm you not could, sure. It depends. You, but you, as you say, your GM has picked well of late. Uh, you, that's the thing. That's yeah. why. That's why I'd rather have picks because I think Joe Douglas knows what he's doing about like. The receiver he got, Mims has been good. Beckton's been good. That everyone at the top of the draft has been very solid, and our, we have so many holes. Like our whole defense needs a yeah, revamp. That's, that's the other like, thing. Our O line, we have one guy who's good, and the other four. Are <coughs> like, yeah, if the Jets release any of those players, they're not going to get picked up. But you get so, you, you you know you you pick a you pick your QB, then you pick a, de- a defensive player, then you know you hit maybe in a second round. You, you you've got plenty of salary cap. You bring in a couple of defensive pieces. Next thing you're, you know, you're kind of what Miami were last year. You're better than you think you are. And then you come in and you got two more first round picks. And then you hit a couple more de- defensive players. And all of a sudden, in two years, you've gone with one of the, you know, one of the best promising quarterback talents. And your your team's there in two years. Or you find yourself, oh look, all these players we've got. Oh, Sam Darnold's thrown another pick six and he's seeing ghosts again. <laughs> yeah. It's Halloween and it's well, January. I, I, that Jackson I personally... Team. I, that Jackson team was stacked. Yeah. But exactly. It. And that's a, that's a prime example. Bortles <laughs> killed it and then it all fell to pieces. You, mm-hmm. you, you, know, you, you can't could, keep hold of teams like that. You need to be yeah, you need to be in position. It's it's very it's very difficult because you need you like you say in an ideal world you wait two years then you put the quarterback in everything falls into place. Yeah. When what reality you find yourself with an eight and eight record picking seventeen overall and you you're trying desperately to give up all your capital to move up and you get to like twelve and you take a guy who was a third round talent because you've got to take somebody <laughs> and then you you sign Joe Flacco who's still in the league five years later and he's starting, <laughs> starting quarterback when Sam Darnold is resigned got mono again. <laughs> the other the other thing to add to this argument is as a neutral, so the three of us Bernard Jasm as a neutral, do you want to see a really say- good player? The best there. outcome that the could only problem, the would problem. be that he sits another year because he, he's he already will said suck. He's already no, said. he's not. He's not for certain. I was reading about it. He's not oh. 100. He will, but he's not yeah. like 100. Yeah. If I was him, I would just stay another you year. You would when you know there's 40 million on the table. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. It's like I hate the college system. Yeah. The fact that they don't pay them is an outrage, and you want to get out there as soon as possible. But in terms of like playing in the NFL, I would want to play for anyone other than the Jets. <laughs> the only think... other problem is it the the trade options look like it might be the Jags who yeah. can get capital or the dolphins and you don't trade them to the dolphins but the oh, dolphins are the dolphins they just don't got need them. they got two uh, the jags uh, the jags mm-hmm. probably will happily sit at two and, and take um fields take the, yeah yeah so yeah what so I was realistically your your trade who else has got two first rounders it'll probably be a, it'll be a player wouldn't it i think it'll be a team that'll need a it'll probably be a player and a pick washington um washington, detroit yeah. maybe be moving on from matty stafford yeah chat about Matt Ryan well, yeah, moving well, yeah, on. Matt Stafford, right? For instance, so there's an example, right? Maybe not those guys, but if he got offered two firsts 
and Matt Stafford to move down to three? Would no. you do that? No. To move no. down to three? To move down to so three I, or four? I could have oh. Trevor Lawrence for 10 yeah. years, or I could have Matt Stafford for two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the point is, you've got a guy, you've got the bridge cap guy who's actually not like Philip Rivers, who's like dying, but you've got a guy who is it, not great, but he'll do a job. And but then you still have to build a team. But with no incentive, no no incentive for free agents to come because why would you want to? Yeah, but the, okay, well this is running on quite a lot, so I need to I'm going to summarize in a second. But um, for me personally, I think the most important thing this offseason isn't getting Lawrence; it's getting a head coach. It's Kevin that Gaze. Is, <laughs> that's that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, that it's, is. It's, you, it's, you, we can have Lawrence all we want, but if you have Adam yeah. Gates, like he's going to be shit. Yeah, you you could. You could you could get the Jags to give you all of their first round picks, yeah. and then they take a cornerback who was a seventh round talent, and then you, <laughs> then somebody else trades up and gives you all their picks, and I, I you get lost. And if you don't, I, if you don't, I saw yeah. the Jets four of a guy go. If the New England Patriots came to you and said, "We'll take the number one overall pick for Bill Belichick," would you do it? And the guy was like. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, you can have Lawrence. We'll take Bill Belichick. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you need it. But but that's that's a good that's a debate for the next time. I mean, who, <laughs> who are you going to take? Uh, I heard some chat about enemy, Jim Harbour. I heard I heard the Jim Harbour yeah. chat. Really? Well. Yeah. 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 Oh, I like that. <laughs> Jim Jim be loco. That'd be really good. No, he's mm. been crap at Michigan. He's been horrible at Michigan. Yeah, he's, been, he's right. not been that bad. His last couple of years have been bad, but his well, coaching record is outstanding. He turns exactly. around everywhere he goes. And yeah. the first two years, that's, that's what they say. Two years, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Jose Mourinho of American football. Give him two years and then sack him. <laughs> turn it around and then it'll go right back to where he left it. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll go into that. Yeah, well, anyway, I think we're, like, we've just been going for a while, but yeah, honestly, it was a pleasure, lads, talking some football with you guys. Thank you, Jazz. Yeah, that, thank you. Um, that you is the end time of... to edit out my Aramari Cooper. I still Maybe think top I'm going to keep that in because it's class, I think. Uh, I don't think you're going to be in the top receiver. I love that we had such a good debate and then you chucked in Amari Cooper and just tarnished <laughs> everything. Um, yeah, cheers, guys. And that is the end of the NFL podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining in.